Hey friend, welcome to the Cup of Chels podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Holden. And as you can tell by the name, Cup of Chels is because I'm obsessed with coffee. But more than that, I am so passionate about giving you a weekly dose of inspiration and uplifting encouragement. You can also be sure to chime in to interviews and conversations with some amazing people. So grab a cup of coffee, get comfy, and let's dive in to today's show. All right. Yay. Welcome to another episode of the Cup of Chills podcast. I am so, so freaking excited that you're here. And today I want to dive right in and talk about something that is near and dear to my heart, something that I have been working on religiously over the last few years in all of my self-development work. And it is something that I think is so pivotal and something that will not only just increase your energy, but help you live a life more in balance. I think a lot of us, especially right now, given the times, feel so out of balance. We feel out of whack and we may feel exhausted. We may feel depleted. I know for me personally, I have had this depleted feeling just over this last week and even the week before, you know, and what it all ties to is exactly what we're diving into today. So I can't wait to get into it. We are talking about setting loving boundaries. There's many areas of our life where we can set boundaries. And I want to tap into three different areas of our life while we talk about this today. And when you think boundaries, you know, you may feel like you have them set already, but I want you to just keep an open mind and let's dive into this because there may be an area that you didn't even think about where you haven't set a loving boundary. And the first one that I want to get into is, I mentioned this a little bit before, is is creating this balance. So I just wrapped up a three weeks in my Rise and Radiate Challenge, and we finished that on the 21st of September, and it was phenomenal. The energy in there was so great. I will be putting everything into a course for you to be able to purchase and have for a lifetime. So stay tuned for that. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at the Chelsea Holden, because I will be giving you updates. But in the group, one of the main struggles that these women were having was around balance. And I want to talk about this because I feel like there is this false illusion that we can have a perfectly balanced life, that we can have a work-life balance, so to speak. I mean, it's a common phrase that's said, you know, we've all heard it. We need a work-life balance. And some people may even say that they do have one. But I think for the vast majority of us, this doesn't feel true. We feel out of balance. We feel out of whack, right? Like we are devoting so much time to work that we're not giving enough time to our family. Or maybe it's the opposite. Maybe we're spending so much time with our family and with our friends that our work is suffering because of it. So I say that there's this false illusion around it because to me there is. Like we are never going to be perfectly balanced in our life. 
But I want to reframe our thoughts around balance, and that's why I wanted to talk about this first. Balance really is a balance of our time, all right? So if you are feeling out of balance, if you feel like you don't have this quote-unquote work-life balance, think about it from the aspect of where you're spending your time. If you are spending too much time at work, it's no wonder that you feel out of balance with your family. And maybe you're holding on to some guilt. You know, maybe you have some mom guilt right now, which I hate that that's even a term in our society, but it is, and it's real. So I'm going to talk about it. But if you're devoting so much time to your work, maybe you've got a big project, then you're not putting more time in with your family. And that area of your life feels like it's suffering. Or maybe it's the opposite. You know, as I said before, maybe you have, maybe you felt guilty about spending so much time at work. So now every waking hour, you're spending pouring out to your family. You're giving to your kiddos. You're making sure that their assignments are done. You're giving to your husband, to your wife, to your partner, and even to your friends. Because one, it fuels us, right? Like it makes us feel good to spend time with our loved ones. But we really have to think about how we ourselves are suffering because we're pouring out so much of ourselves, okay? I hope that makes sense. So if we're pouring out to others because it makes us feel good, there has to be a point when we set a loving boundary as to how much time and energy we're giving to others, to situations. So when we think about balance, let's reframe this thought of it's not so much a work-life balance. It's a balance of our time. And we need to be intentional about the boundaries that we're setting around our time. And one way that we can do this is to take a time audit. Take some time throughout this week And be intentional about really looking at where you are spending your time. Really take a deep dive into how much time you are, A, spending on yourself, B, spending on work, C, spending with your family, and D, probably just tuning out, right? Take a really hard look about how much time you are devoting into each of these areas of your life. Maybe you're not even conscious of the amount of time that's going into it. I know that I'm not. I know that I have not been conscious of it until I take this action and put it into practice. Until I really do a specific time on it, time audit for myself. So when I say this, like the best way that I can think to do this and what has worked for me is throughout the day, I will just write out what I'm doing. So right now I know when I hit record about seven minutes ago, I write start podcast. And then when I'm done with this, or I'm done recording a few episodes, usually I like to batch work because that allows me to set a loving boundary around my time. But when I do this, then I'll write, okay, that time block was complete. So I just spent, you know, maybe it's two hours, three hours of my time on recording a podcast. 
And then maybe I'll break for lunch and then I'll spend, you know, an hour for lunch. And during lunch, I might be on social media. So I'll look at that area. And then when my work day is done, you know, how much time am I spending with my family? How much time am I spending on myself in the morning before I even dive into work? For me, this is the most essential time that I have. And it is something that I teach and guide on with my clients is to really set aside time for yourself first thing in the morning. Because again, this is a boundary that you can set. This is a loving boundary. And it's important to put that word loving in front of the word boundary because it is. The intention behind setting boundaries isn't to avoid things. It's not to block anything out. The intention is to come from a place of love because you want to serve at your best given this time slot, given these parameters, your boundaries, all right? And and our words are powerful. Y'all have heard me say that before, but I will continue to drive that point home because it is so true. So set this loving boundary with your time. And I feel like when you do, you're going to see that you feel more balanced in life. You will have more alignment with the things that you enjoy doing. And for work, most of us have this nine to five typical work day work job. Now, given these times, a lot of us are working from home right now, so we can feel pulled in so many different directions when we work from home. Trust me, I've been doing it for the last few years working from home. And it takes setting a loving boundary around the time that is spent doing my work and the time that is spent doing housework and the time that is spent with my husband and with my puppy dogs, right? It is setting an intention, a loving intention to know this is my start time and this is my stop time. But sometimes that can be hard to do unless we take an audit, unless we look back at where we're actually spending our time. Because again, we might not be conscious of where our time is being transmuted. All right. So another area where we have a major time suck, and this is something I want to I say too, is a lot of us have these big dreams and we have these big goals, but we feel like we don't have enough time. Well, I want to set the record straight. And I know you've heard this before. We all, all of us have the same amount of time in every single day that any other person does. Any famous person or anybody that you look up to and it may seem like they have all this time and that's why they're able to accomplish their dreams and that's why they are more successful than us or making more money, that is a a lie. It's a lie that you've told yourself and it's a belief that you may have been holding on to. But in reality, we all have the same amount of hours in our day. That person may be more successful. They may have reached their dreams quicker than, than you are because I can guarantee you they probably have set these loving boundaries around their time. So take a look at your time and where you're spending it. And if you're spending a majority of your time zoning out, especially at the end of the day, and trust me, I'm guilty of it too, if you're spending the majority of your time zoning out watching, you know, Netflix and chilling or just binging on social media, you got to ask yourself, is this a good use of my time? Is this time that I could be spending with my family? 
because I haven't felt balanced in this area? Is this time that I could be pouring into my side business? Because I do want to make my dreams come true, but they're not getting there fast enough. Is this time that I'm spending on social media scrolling or Netflix and chilling or just simply zoning out, you know, doing whatever, is this time that I could be working too, you know? If I were to set a priority with between six o'clock and eight o'clock at night, and I'll just get an extra two hours of work in, that means that I can work on my side business or whatever that looks like, because in the morning, I want to be there fully for my family. I want to help my kiddos with their schoolwork. I want to uh, take some time for myself. I want to take some time to pour into my relationship. You know, so so take an audit of your time, look at where you're spending it, and figure out what's working for you and what's not. You know, maybe you even make a list. Maybe you take a sheet of paper, put a line down the middle, and write on one side, this is working for me, and write on the other side, this is not working for me. But I would just, I would love for you to, and I encourage you to, to do this sometime this week, okay? Just really audit your time, see where your time is going, and that's going to lead us into the next boundary where, that we need to set. And this is around our energy, all right? So our time is so correlated with our energy because when we're always pouring out into others, we, we are not putting that loving energy back into ourselves, you know, and we, again, we may not even be aware of this and we may not even be aware that we can protect our energy by setting a loving boundary. So how do we do this, right? How, how do we even know when, where we need to, to put an, a boundary around our energy? Well, the first step is to actually noticing when our energy shifts. All right. So throughout your day, notice when your energy goes from maybe a higher vibration, maybe you're feeling happy, maybe you're feeling some joy, maybe you're laughing, you know, whatever, whatever that higher, think of the, a positive feeling. Whenever you notice that shift into something different, maybe you become irritated. Maybe you start to get annoyed. Maybe all of a sudden you just feel bad or sad. What happened there? Where was that shift? All right, because my guess is if you made that shift, and I'm speaking from from myself and from things that have happened this week for me, is that shift happened when I was triggered. And I was either triggered by somebody else or by reading something or by a thought that I had that was negative and not in alignment. So that all ties into my energy. If I want to bring my best energy forth, then I need to set a loving boundary around that energy. And and you can even think of it as putting on this energetic cloak, right? Like, like this cloak is going to make you invisible to everybody else. And it sounds so cheesy, but it works. It works. If you keep an open mind and just try it out, it'll work. So when I know that I'm going to be in a situation where 
my energy may shift, where I might be triggered. And this can work for you too. Let's say, for instance, you go into your job, maybe you're still working in an office, and you know that there's some negative Nancys in there that always seem to trigger you. You can go in in the best mood, and then by lunchtime, you are just done. You're just feeling super depleted, and you don't know why. Well, first, it takes becoming aware of that. Right. So so notice when your energy shifts and that shift happens because something triggered you to make that shift. So when you notice this, then we can start to change. Right. That's how change happens. We have to first become aware of how the shift occurred in order to stop the pattern and in order to pivot. So. Take this, imagine that, and you know, if you're at work, right, you you probably don't want to do this in front of everybody, but excuse yourself, go to the bathroom and, and just imagine that you're putting on this beautiful cloak. I like to think of mine as just this beautiful, colorful, positive cloak with maybe, maybe some butterflies, maybe some awesome sequins that really catches the sun and sparkly, whatever. Yours can be black for all I care. Whatever you feel called to imagine, just imagine yourself putting on this big cloak and you put it on over your shoulders. Maybe yours has sleeves or maybe it's just more like a superpower cape. And then you can just cross it over. Just fold your arms over yourself and this cloak will just magically wrap around you and it sets a loving boundary. Because what we're doing and the premise of this is to protect the energy that we have, to protect the the positive energy that we innately are born with and just hold that in our space so that nobody else can disrupt it, so nobody else can trigger us anymore. And this sounds simple, but it takes practice, okay? So just practice every time, every time you start to become aware, every time you start to notice that your energy is just off, you're feeling a little down when you knew you were feeling really great this morning. So what happened? Retrace your steps, think where that shift happened, and then be like, okay, well, next time I'm going to put on my energy cloak. Next time I'm going to remember what Chelsea told me to do and I'm I'm just going to excuse myself and go to the bathroom and put my cloak on and physically do this. Like seriously, it, it helps to not just imagine it, but it helps to physically, and I'm doing it with you right now, like I'm putting on my cloak over my shoulders and then I'm taking each end and I am wrapping my right arm around my left shoulder and I'm wrapping my left arm around my right shoulder and I am secure. I've got a loving boundary set for my energy to protect it, to protect this loving energy. All right. So I know that that was probably a little woo-woo for you, but, you know, just, again, keep an open mind and just try it out and see how it makes you feel. If nothing, if nothing else, what it's going to do is it's going to make you feel silly and goofy and like a little kid, and that's a high-vibe energy. That alone will shift your energy back to where you want it to be in that positive, higher vibration. All right. So loving boundaries around your energy are so important. And another thing that ties into this is where are you extending your energy out beyond the limits that you have to give? 
if you are not paying attention to your own energy, right? So we did a time audit earlier. Now let's do an energy audit. Where is your energy being poured out to? Are you giving from a half full cup? If your cup isn't full and you're still giving, guess what? You're going to deplete yourself. And I had to tell myself this, and I'm telling you this right now, is in this next week, this last week of September, this will air, and why I'm recording it now, this will air when I'm off of social media. But starting tomorrow, which will be the 23rd of September, obviously you'll be listening to this after that, I am going to be taking the rest of September off of social media. And why am I doing this? Because I need to protect my energy. Because I have found myself putting so much energy into social media that it's depleting the energy that I need to put into my work. It's depleting my energy that I need to give to my loved ones and my family. Because I am spending so much time thinking about what value can I bring? What content can I post right now? What's the next story I can do? Or seeing something to be like, oh, that would make a good post. Oh, that would make a good podcast topic. You know, and it's great to have these ideas. But what we don't realize is that something important to remember is that where our energy is focused, that's what expands, right? Where we focus our energy, that's what grows. So I need my energy to be focused on positivity. I need my energy to be focused on pouring into myself so that I can better serve you, my community. I can better show up in this life. I can better, I can be a better wife. I can be a better friend, daughter, sister. And I have to protect my energy with a loving boundary. So for me, This boundary that I will be setting starting tomorrow is to remove social media for a little while. And also what this does too is it clears the space in my mind, right? Like all of our thoughts that we think over and over again, that is energy. It's energy burning. It's it's energy that we are extending out just even thinking, And I have become consumed with thinking about my social media because for me, it's a huge part of my work. It is a huge part of my work. So naturally, it's going to need a lot of my energy and a lot of my time. But I have the ability and the flexibility to disconnect from that for a while, to free up that space in my mental game So that then I can be open to receiving more creativity, more inspiration, so that then I can better serve. Do you see how it's kind of like this domino effect, right? I need to set a loving boundary around my time so that I can have a loving boundary set with my energy so that I can show up fully and be the best version of myself. So I hope that you're still with me here and that this is all making sense to you. But the last thing that I want to talk about when it comes to our boundaries is boundaries with relationships. Now, this may be a tough one for some of you to grasp right now. And and you may feel, because it's natural to feel that way, that 
that it's going to be hard to set these boundaries with your loved ones, right? Maybe it's a boundary you need to set with your family member. Maybe you have a family member. Let's, let's say it's your mom. Maybe your mom is calling you every day or checking in every day and it's exhausting you and you don't know why. Maybe your spouse, your partner is needing your attention all of the time and it's pulling you away from getting things done that you need to get done. Maybe it's your boss that is reaching out to you after hours because they need something that in their mind is important, but for you, it may not be. In their mind, it might be vital to get out, but for you, it's not vital to get done right now. And a lot of times, the other person is thinking about themselves and not about you. So back to the boss example, right? This boss may text you after hours. Maybe they're texting you at 7, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock at night because they need to get it out of their head. They need to clear their mental space and get it out and send you the text or give you a call so they can get it off their plate and onto yours. But what does that do for you? Then it drains you, right? But if you haven't set that loving boundary, if you're responding to their text messages at 7, 8, 9 o'clock at night, you haven't set the boundary. So they'll continue to do it. And you're thinking, Chelsea, but it's my boss. Yes, but your boss is also a person. Your boss most likely has a family. And when you come at it with a loving intention, and tell them, hey, I'm sorry that, you know, and you know what? Don't even apologize. Just say thank you for understanding that after hours from seven to, you know, midnight, whatever, when I'm sleeping, this is time that I spend with my family. Now, if it's an emergency, of course, that's a different situation. But for the most part, it's probably not, right? I have to set this boundary with my clients as well. You know, I've had clients reach out to me after hours. And the way that I do it is before I start a relationship with a client, I set that boundary in the forefront. I let them know these are my working hours. My working hours are from nine o'clock to six o'clock, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. After that, if you text me, I'll respond the next day. If it's an emergency, of course, I'm, I'll get to it, right? But setting the intention, the loving boundary from the beginning will set you up for success in the long run, you know? So with bosses, with clients, it's a little different than when it comes to our family members, all right? And that's just because it's family. It is family, right? It's a whole nother beast, but with our family members, we can still do this. And I think the important thing to remember is that if your intention is coming from a place of love and coming from a place of wanting to be your best self so that you can be a better daughter, so that you can be a better spouse, so that you can be a better sister, sibling, cousin, whatever. If you know in your core that this is your intention and you express that to them, then it will be received. And maybe it won't be received 
the way that you would like it to at first, but eventually it will. Eventually it will. And eventually they will see how much you're showing up, how better you are showing up in your life because you have set these boundaries, you know? And then maybe you share this episode with them and let them know that this is what you're doing, right? So if, if you've got a, a parent that's maybe calling you every day and it just seems to be draining you, it just seems to be exhausting you, you don't really have, I mean, your conversations, I don't want to say that they're pointless, but your conversations are the same conversations that you're having over and over and over again, you know, set that loving boundary. Let them know like, hey, mom, hey, dad, I love you. I love our conversations, but I also need to spend some time with my family. I also need to spend this time at work. And I know that you understand that. And thank you for understanding and for respecting this. Let them know ahead of time that you're coming from a place of love and what your intentions are. And it helps to not apologize, but it helps to go from a place of thank you for understanding, right? Instead of saying, I'm sorry, because then it puts it in the premise that you did something wrong when you're not doing anything wrong by setting a boundary. You're actually doing your you both a favor. So instead of saying, I'm sorry for this, you just say, thank you for understanding, So thank you for understanding. And guess what's going to happen, though? When you set these loving boundaries in your relationships, you show up more intentionally with the relationship. The next time you talk to your mom or the next time you interact with your friend because you've set this loving boundary, you're going to be more engaged. And that's the beauty of it. Because you will not only have protected the boundary of the relationship, but you've protected your energy. And you've respected your time, right? So you see how it's all kind of tied together? So setting boundaries can be a super fun thing to do. You know, we talked about the energy cloak, right? And that's fun and crazy and quirky. And I love it. I'm here for it. I'm sure you are too, if you're listening to this. But just let's reframe our thoughts around boundaries. It is not, you're not setting up this, force field, this, you know, I'm, I'm such a visual person. So I instantly like think of the negative boundary that I see is like, like a fort or like a fence with the barbed wire on it. That's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about maybe more of like a bubble, a beautiful bubble. That's just, you're putting around you, you're putting around your time and you're being intentional, coming from a place of love to set the boundary. So I hope that that helps you. Let me know, take a screenshot and let me know that you're listening to this episode and share with me an aha. Share with me something that you were able to take away from this and something that you are going to put into practice today. Because I really want to know, I want to know what's resonating with you and what's working. Because again, this helps me set a boundary. It helps me put my focus on things that will enhance your life as opposed to take away from it. And that's the whole intention behind this, right? Is I want to give you tools. I want to share encouragement and inspiration in order for you to live your life fully. So if you don't follow me already, be sure to follow me on Instagram. My handle is at the Chelsea Holden, and I will see you over on the gram. Thanks so much for chiming in. Adios. 
Awesome. That was so much fun. I don't know about you, but I had such a blast. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Cup of Chels. And I am so freaking thankful that you're here and that you've decided to spend this time with me and listen in. I know you've got a lot of choices out there. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. If this episode resonated with you, or if you know it would be a great listen for somebody else, please don't keep me a secret. Be sure to share it, take a screenshot, post it on Instagram, use the hashtag CuppaChels, that's C-U-P-P-A-C-H-E-L-S, and also subscribe so you can always get the latest episode directly. And then if you're feeling up for it, leave me a review. I'm so grateful. Love and light. Adios.